BFF.FM.
in the park. Check. Internet. Check. BFF.FM. Fucking check.
are tuned in to BFF.FM. This is the Pasco playlist, and I am DJ Rip Raptor. Hope you guys are having a nice day so far on this Wednesday, April the Fools. Yes, it's April, not a joke. We heard uh, some music in that last little segment, that last song um, with a nice psychedelic soul feel to it was from a band called monophonics whom are based in the bay area but have traveled the world playing their brand of psychedelic soul with a hint of funk that song was called promises from a promises seven inch and we'll be hearing the b-side from that uh seven inch a little bit later on song called strange love monophonics have a new album coming out called sound of sinning uh, I think in the next, I think this month, in a couple weeks, so be on the lookout for that. Before that, we heard Deerhoof from their latest on Polyvinyl. That track was called Tiny Bubbles, and the album is La Isla Bonita. Before that, we had Sunny in the Sunsets from his latest release, Talent Night at the Ashram great record that song was called cheap extensions and uh, if you listen to the lyrics it's all about sort of braided hair and all i want is a lock of your hair good song and uh, we started off that set with a band that i have been listening to a lot lately called leapling l-e-a-p-l-i-n-g from brooklyn Uh, caught them at south by southwest and uh, that song was called crooked from the album Vacant Page. Who wants to bump jams on BFF.FM and join a community of the best music-obsessed DJs out there? Good question. We have an open time slot. Anyone out there wants to be a DJ? Apply today at BFF.FM forward slash join. Got a good show for you guys today. Going to be playing some music. And uh, have a special guest coming in at around 1 p.m. The very talented, the very beautiful Kendra McKinley will be in the studio with me. So stick around. Thank you for listening. This is BFF.FM.
San Francisco's finest radio station, BFF.FM.
You are tuned into BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. My name is DJ Rip Raptor, and this is the Pasco Playlist. So we just heard a few tracks from an excellent band out of Philadelphia called Sheer Mag. Um, went to go see them at 1234Go Records in Oakland on Monday. They played a matinee show. Caught them around six. They just ripped through like six songs in half an hour and we're done. Short and sweet, honestly. Picked up a uh, one of their seven inch, and uh, that's what I've been playing for you guys. The last couple tracks we heard were from the B side. Um, last one we heard was Hard Lovin'. And before that, my favorite track of theirs, a song called Point Breeze. Just sort of like, uh, seems like to me it's about gentrification in Philadelphia. You know, the chorus is, uh, goes, no point the streets are changing. A white breeze is blowing through them. No point the building's changing. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, I just like that line about the white breeze blowing through. Before that, uh, we had... Luke Sweeney with a song called Miss Me and we also had the first track off that Sheer Mag 7 inch song called What Do You Want and uh, yeah that was that last little set of music Hope you guys are having a good day out there, at home, at work, playing golf, wherever you may be. Like blah, 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 blah. 
get sweet as honey, tell them birds, my they beeswax. Don't believe that, middle finger to the feedback. Face like an angel, ass like a beanbag. Soft, really take it off. Go and hit it, tell you, cough. I ain't going nowhere, uh-uh. Girl, don't make me tell you twice, come on, come on. Ribbons in the sky when I arrive. Lilac, rose, two bouquets by my side. I ain't gonna lie, we can just ride. Or watch Netflix and just hide. Anything you want, girl, I just love your company. Baby, you a boss chick, you deserve my company. Uh, you're nothing like I ever seen. Don't ever think I ever leave. Nah, nah. you're beautiful. Lilac, rose, let's spend all in our summer clothes. Take her to the drive-thru. She would look at me like, nigga, where's the Thai food? Didn't give a damn that her man was on iTunes. So rude, but her shit was wetter than a typhoon. Yeah, I used to beat it up like a hockey puck. Boom, shakalaka, I would hit her with a slam dunk. Now I'm trying to shake her off like some dandruff. Cause I got a best friend on my nuts. And we chillin' in McGregor Park. I'ma dig up in it like an aardvark. Trying to get to know her like Nardwar. She got the weed in her jar. Got me melted like queso. I'ma sing to it like Casey. Jojo, Devontae. I ain't pressure, but she loves to do it my way. Get beautiful, lilac, rose. Let's spend all in our summer clothes. has taught us that life will not be contained. Life breaks free, it expands to new territories, and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but... Uh, oh, there it is. There it is. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way.
BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Thank you for tuning in. That last song was uh, from Of Montreal, off their latest Orate Gloom. The song was called Empyrean Abattoir. I don't know if you guys caught that in there, but there was a San Francisco reference in that song. Uh, something like... I was waiting for you on O'Farrell Street, smelling other people's piss. So, thank you guys for including uh, San Francisco in your song. Before that, we heard a nice um, track from a young band from L.A. called Raheem Cohen. Some guys that uh, I actually grew up with down in Silver Lake. That song was called Simpler. 
And uh, we heard uh, something from West Period featuring Fat Tony before that, a song called Lilac Rose. And started off that set with a song called 13 from Oakland-based rapper Duckworth, who is part of the Them Hellas Collective, which includes uh, Queen's Delight, Jay Stone, some other talented MCs from the East Bay and the Bay Area. So check them out, Them Hellas. Got uh, some more music to play for you guys, and then uh, we'll be joined uh, in the studio by Kendra McKinley in a little bit here. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. This is the Pasco playlist on BFF.FL.
Thank you for tuning in to BFF.FM. I am DJ Ripper After, and this is the Pasco Playlist. 
That last song we heard was from uh, Monophonics. That was the B-side on their Promises 7-inch. That song was called Strange Love. What's it all mean? Good question, guys. Before that, we had uh, Courtney Barnett with the title track off of her latest album, Pedestrian at Best. That track, of course, was called Pedestrian at Best. Before that, we had something from uh, San Francisco natives, The Dodos, from their new album, and that song was called Retriever. Um, before that, uh, we had a song uh, from Of Montreal, off their album, Orient Gloom, Empyrean Abattoir. As promised earlier, we are joined by a special guest here in the studio. Would you please introduce yourself to the vast audience tuning in right now? Hi, everybody. My name is Kendra McKinley. Hello, Kendra. Hi, Martin. How's it going? Who's, oh, DJ, DJ Riff Raff. I'm sorry, Martin <laughs> left. He's having lunch. Rip Raptor. <laughs> Can I, okay, let me start like over. the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, DJ Rip Raptor. I'm so happy to be here with you, DJ Rib Raptor. Kuwa, that's right. <laughs> that's right, Kendra is here. Um, Kendra played a show last night at the Chapel Bar. It's true. And you were great. Thank you. People came out. Did you sell any uh, CDs or anything like that? I did. I sold a handful of CDs, um, made a lot of new friends, um, passed out some business cards. Nice. Danced to local bands Balm and Loco Tranquilo. Nice. It was It was an all-around dazzling evening, a dazzling Tuesday night at the Chapel Bar. Yeah, the Chapel Bar is, is kind of nice. You know, it's it has very a nice. nice feel to it. A lot of nicely dressed folks, a lot of, uh, lot of dim lights. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people there were on dates and you were, you were like the soundtrack to their, to their evening, you know, like <laughs> all the guys were like, sweet, like I can bring my girl here and... Kendra, yeah. like, she'll like Kendra <laughs> McKinley, you know? I think you might have gotten some people laid last night, Kendra. That's all I've ever wanted, is to get other people laid. Via song. Then your music sort of has that, uh, sort of like a jazzy kind of quality to it. Jazz um, laying quality. <laughs> <laughs> and you've played, you know, by yourself and with a full band. Do you, do you prefer either or? Do you have, you know, do you play differently when you're alone versus when you're... Surrounded by, you know, drums and bass and strings and etc. Sure, it, it definitely brings out a different different flavors of my personality and right. uh, different sort of dance moves and behaviors. I definitely prefer playing with a band just because I like sharing the music making process. Um, I like being able to harmonize with other voices. I like being able to respond to other instruments. Um... It's also just nice to be up there with your friends and you can, I don't know, be friends behind the microphone. <laughs> yeah, but playing solo is cool because if I, if I get weird, then, you know, I'm, I'm in control of how, right. of how weird I get and not right. like, I don't have to rely on uh, tempos or keys. You can kind of, yeah, slow it down, speed it up, sort of make it yeah. whatever you want. No one's like, you missed the cue, Kendra, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get this couple late over here. <laughs> um, and you are recording a new album in the process of recording? Yes, yes. I'm recording an album at Coast Recorders. Nice. Um, shout out to Coast Recorders. Yeah, shout out to Coast Recorders. Um, co-producing it with my 
dear friends and one of them is a dear family member. Um, my, big, <laughs> <laughs> my big brother, AJ McKinley, um, and my dear friend, Andy Freeman, the engineer. The three of us are sort of, uh, we've fused into a production team, and nice. our first project as this trio is um, my second album, which um, has yet to be named, and we've yet to pick an exact release date, but you can look forward to hearing it sometime in 2015. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, it's just all sort of new music that you've been working on. Are you? Is it all kind of full band arrangements on the album and everything? Yeah. So um, as of right now, we've recorded five songs. Four of them are full electric band performances, and one of them features the Amaranth String Quartet, which, nice. which is a group of ladies from the San Francisco Conservatory of Music that I became friends with and have recruited to perform with me. We all played together at the Fillmore in January, mm -hmm. but we've also just stayed friends, and you know, I, I bow down to them and their incredible musicianship. And so they came and joined us in the studio, and we recorded um, a song of mine called Poor Boy. So there will be some audio variants on this album, some strings, some, some Tycho-style drumming. Some songs are more psychedelic rock-inspired. Some are more metal-inspired. Some are more chamber ensemble, just creating some sort cool. of smorgasbord. And the, <laughs> one, the one constant throughout is you. You know, you're sort of like in the middle of this yeah. the eye of the storm. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. The winds are swirling around you and you're just like keeping it together for everyone. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I want to talk about that Fillmore show mm -hmm. that you mentioned. That was your first time playing at the Fillmore. Oh, yes. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the first time. And I, I remember that show, it was the first time there had been an all-female lineup at the Fillmore. True. Is that true? True. can't believe in like 50 years that's never happened before, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, how was that experience for you? I mean, playing at the Fillmore, did you... So, when, when I've been asked that question, right. my, my usual response is, um, you know, in the end of Never Ending Story, when, when Bastion is riding Falcor over his hometown, and he's like, <laughs> he's like yelling at all the bullies, <laughs> and it's just the most triumphant, epic scene, I imagine that how I felt on the Fillmore stage is how he felt riding Falcor on that day. <laughs> it was like awesome. soaring on a luck dragon. <laughs> Over yeah. San Francisco. Over San Francisco. Over yeah. the haters and the doubters. <laughs> Over the haters. <laughs> soaring, soaring high and mighty over the haters. That's awesome. Like. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Fillmore is just such a so steeped in San Francisco lore, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, there's a lot of Jerry portraits. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. like, haven't cleaned his dressing room in, like, 40 years or oh, something. Oh, and I hope that they don't. <laughs> hope they don't. Yeah, you, you still want those, like, life stains on the, yeah. on the walls. Are you a big uh, Grateful Dead fan? I'm not. Um, I mean, I definitely appreciate them. Uh, and the first song I learned how to play on guitar was Ripple. Nice. I, I just have... I'm no deadhead, you know. Yeah. I can appreciate them. Right. I I love listening to like the the Europe '72 stuff, and you know their their whole flavor of improvisation and music making is something that I really appreciate. But yeah, I'm I'm no deadhead. 
feel like there's very few people who like kind of like the Grateful Dead, you know? Totally, <laughs> totally, like, yeah. Usually you like really like them or you don't really like them at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But from a musician from a musician standpoint, then you know you have that perspective, which is mm-hmm. about the songwriting. You can't deny that you know Jerry Garcia and. Oh, yeah. Bob Weir and all those guys who know how to play their instruments. Oh, yeah. And the record American Beauty, I mean, you can't touch that. It's nope. so good. But you didn't, you know, wake up at 8 in the morning to buy your tickets for the Grateful Dead reunion shows no. at Soldier Field <laughs> in Chicago. Because I know some people who did. Drop three Gs for, yeah. for some, um, uh, I don't know what, what sort of situation it is. It's a stadium, yeah, stadium it's show? Yeah, it's the, where, the, where, the foot, where the, um, Chicago Bears play. It's, it's definitely worth stadium. it, man. I mean, Jerry's going to be there, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> he's making an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> he's I mean he's here now. In this room. In here. Um so we are in festival season, I guess. Are you uh what kind of shows do you have coming up for the summer? Do you have sort of a plan? Are you going to be Oh man, playing so around? What are you going to be doing? I I've got uh, a couple things going on. So um the past two years, I've spent the last weekend in April up in the mountain, up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Because my friends and I from Santa Cruz have been putting on this music festival called the Do It Ourselves Festival. Nice. Um, so I'm going to be doing that for the third year, like I said, at the end of April. Um, that's the only current festival I've got going on right now. I've, been, I've mostly been in a writing mode. I do, mm-hmm. I do odd gigs here and there um, just because I'm addicted to playing and trying to make ends meet. But... I'm definitely more in a in a writing headspace at this point. Like, spend most of my days with my headphones on and my guitar, and then, you know, s- some number of hours passes, and then I'll come out for a water break, and then go back in for another chunk of hours. Do you do that at at your house at mm-hmm. home? Do you yep. have like a st- in home studio or anything like a place that you kind of get into and? My bedroom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the sort of everything room. <laughs> It's your dining room, it's your studio, it's your... Uh... Fortunately, I've resisted making it a dining room. So <laughs> okay. far, so good, yeah. <laughs> but everything else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything else. It's, when... the, it's the billiard room. Nice. It's the library. Um, yeah. And you sleep there, too, and occasionally. And I sleep there. Occasionally. I sleep there, yeah. When you, uh, when you write, do you... You know, do you write... You write on guitar... I assume, or sometimes piano too. I write on piano too, or sometimes I'll just write straight on the looping pedal and just mm-hmm. sing all the parts. But most of the time, it's on guitar. Most of the time, it's on acoustic guitar. Do you do you kind of find melodies and then try to find chords to fit that, or do you kind of start with like song structure and then fill it in with with lyrics? It definitely all, almost always starts with melody. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have a lot of melodies in my head. And so, like, sometimes I'll just be walking around and I'll hum a little ditty. I'm like, oh, that's something. So then I'll record that and then sort of improvise around it f- until it sort of starts to take form. Like, I find some sort of association with that memory. Like, oh, this this sort of reminds me of this one person or this one time or this one place. Or maybe it, it inspires, like, a story that I've made up based on nothing at all. <laughs> But it almost always starts with a melody, and then the melody informs the harmonic structure, mm-hmm. and then I start to hear all the background vocal parts, and then the very last piece is um, the lyrics. And like I said, like I have to have a really clear 
idea of what the song is about before I can write the lyrics because otherwise it's just very clear that I don't know what I'm talking about. Right, and good lyrics always tell a story, you know? Totally, yeah. Um, so let's uh, take a peek in and uh, give you guys some context uh, for what we're talking about. Let's hear a track by the talented Kendra McKinley. Uh, this song is called Do What You Want. Is that a good one? Yeah. Okay, let's this listen is in. from the record. BFF.FM. This is the Pasco playlist with Kendra McKinley. So that was uh, Do What You Want by Kendra McKinley, who is here in the studio. And that song, Kendra, is off of your upcoming record. That was sort of the first one you guys got yes, sir, together. The, yeah, that's the first single released. Nice. nice. And uh, people are responding to it. Yeah, yeah. It's been well received thus far. Can't imagine uh, it not being well received. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you come from a, a talented family, right? I mean, you mentioned your brother earlier. Um, he plays music and is involved in music too. Yeah, um, yeah. As part of Battle Hooch, right? Exactly. Yeah, I actually live with um, half of the Battle Hooch boys. It's you and the Battle Hooch boys, huh? It's me and the brothers Hooch. 
<laughs> is that are you the only the only girl at your house? Yep. Is that fun? Do you holding down the double X's? I mean, you've had he's your older brother, right? He is. So you kind of have that older brother. I mean, sort of you know upbringing where you're used to sort of you know boys being around, and does that make you sort of more of a, of a tomboy in a sense? I don't feel like a tomboy whatsoever, but I do love to bro down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like. Yes, they're they're all boys, but it's mostly their personalities. Like, they're they're really sweet. They're really funny. Everyone's focused on their musical endeavors. So really, we just get along great as friends. the The, the main funny thing is like you know I've lived in houses of all women and houses of right now now I'm the only woman in a house of all males. And really, the main difference that I've observed is that house meetings are just much briefer <laughs> with the, with the guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's take like, out the trash on Wednesdays. It's okay. like, okay, break. <laughs> like, yes, we used to have to talk about our feelings. No. <laughs> so who, who's who's messier? Let's settle this debate once and for all. Oh, everyone's filthy. No. It, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone's no. filthy. <laughs> That's funny. You lived with all girls in Santa Cruz? Yes, I did. Yeah. You went to school in Santa Cruz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to UC Santa Cruz, studied music with an emphasis in classical guitar. Go yeah. slugs. Yep. Um, and that is sort of, is that something that you set out to do before you got there? To, uh, to study study classical guitar at Santa Cruz, or did you just kind of... You know, actually, I didn't want to go to UC Santa Cruz, and I didn't originally intend on studying music. Mm-hmm. My, my dream was to study theater at NYU, but wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. And then once... Um, it became clear that attending UC Santa Cruz was the best choice. I sort of had this epiphany that I had always liked music most. Mm-hmm. And, you know, theater and the performing arts were also passions of mine, but it was nothing close to how enthusiastic I was about music. So I was like, maybe I should do this. <laughs> but the program at UC Santa Cruz is all based on Western classical music. Right. And so I had to commit to studying a classical instrument um, so it was between that and studying voice, which meant opera, and I was really put off by the idea of studying opera, so somehow got into the classical guitar program as, like, complete, total, utter beginner. Cool. You know, I had to grow out my fingernails, I had oh, yeah. to, oh god, I had to, you know, do the most tedious, what felt like non-musical exercises, but, you know, I got, had a great teacher, and they really whipped me into shape, and I'm I'm still using um, different sort of practice and performance strategies that that I learned from that experience. So it was all worth it. Yeah, who says that there's no point in going to school, right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's definitely a big point in going to school. I loved school. I still love school, but I'm also really happy to not be in school. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, do your parents, are they musically inclined? Like, you know, cause you and your brother obviously share some talent, you know, is that in any way genetic or something you guys just sort of, you know, trained yourselves to do? Well, um, everyone in our family has some sort of artistic discipline. Like mm-hmm. our father is an illustrator mm-hmm. and our mom studied technical theater in college. So she's, you know, been involved in making shows run smoothly for the entirety of my life and you know many decades before that um my dad can play blues piano and that was definitely 
nice. influential. Um, and my mom played banjo for a hot minute, and I, I actually own her college banjo now. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I mean, everyone was involved in, in some capacity. It was mostly just, like, music was always regarded as, as like, a, a family pastime and an right. intellectual pursuit. So we were just always playing and listening to music as we grew up. And your parents obviously support you in your endeavors. Were they at the Fillmore show? Um, my dad was. My mom nice. was actually um, working backstage at a show in Santa Cruz. But, oh, wow. But my dad and my brother were there, and yeah. Does it does it change things when, you're, when your dad is in the audience or your mom? Do you, like, feel more it, pressure or something? No. I mean, I, I feel really fortunate that they've always been supportive of... Yeah my brother and I and all of our um, artistic pursuits, I mean, since day one, like, the first time that I performed, I was five years old, and I was in a production of Little Shop of Horrors, and AJ was in it, too. He was 11. Um, Nice. (laughs) And yeah, they were absolutely in the audience. They're always in the audience, and always stoked. Um, So we hung out a bit at South By. Did you have fun at South By? I had so much fun at South By. Um, yeah, so it was my first time at the festival, also my first time in Texas, and it was really exciting. You know, I'd heard lots of tales about the the sort of chaos and excitement of the whole thing, right. uh, but upon arriving, I, w- I was mostly just really, really pumped to be in a, in a sort of alternate universe where everyone was there for music. Right. You know, you're, you're walking down 6th Street and you can hear 60 bands playing simultaneously and everyone walking down the street has a guitar on their back. And I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of I kind of like this vibe. <laughs> this is very familiar. Um, it was also really cool because Balanced Breakfast, the, the Bay Area music organization that I'm a part of, had an unofficial showcase. So for us, having started as, you know, a a small table of music geeks like congregating to discuss our favorite albums and Mm -hmm. having made enough progress that we are now representing an entire city and the the creative happenings from that city i forgot how i started this Uh, what i what i mean to say is like it it was very triumphant for for us to have accomplished that you know we had a full house all day we had our jameson sponsorship it was just a party Anytime yeah. there's free Jameson and good music, it's usually a good party, right? It's it's hard to hard to beat that, isn't it? <laughs> uh, did you see any any shows there that you really liked? Any bands that you were especially fond of? Oh yeah, so um, my favorite evening of music was the Polyvinyl Showcase, um, particularly because of the performances by Yako Gardner and of hey. Montreal, <laughs> who I know was on your show last week. Yeah, Yako and was here. I, I wish that I could have been in the room to, you know. He, he loved drool. it here. He was like climbing on the trees in the other room what and like cutie. hanging out in the, hanging out in like the tree house and stuff. Oh. And like, I love this place, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> He was really stoked oh, to be here. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to see Yako play twice at South By, okay. um, as well as of Montreal play twice, which just was uh, so inspiring. Um, I, I really love Yako's songwriting as well as Kevin Barnes' songwriting. Um, yeah, just, just seeing these bands that, that sort of um, exist within the whole psychedelic rock genre mm-hmm. 
was was really interesting because that's that's definitely a genre of music that um, I'm very interested in and mm-hmm. trying to develop more. But you know, I just like how imaginative they are with their with their chord progressions and the sort of colors that they create as a consequence of those chord progressions. I love how of Montreal is like such melodic music, mm-hmm. but it's still danceable. Like mm-hmm. the fact that that he can achieve that sort of like uh, melodic intellectual interest and still make your body move is is a big challenge, and he does it so fantastically. Yeah, and the songs sort of you know start and stop and jump around, and a part will come in that it just feels like a different song, but then we'll go back to the first part of that song. Totally. You know? <laughs> and the listening and to the record, it's like there's 15 songs, but you hear like 30, you know, during the course of listening to it. Totally, and also just like the theatricality of his performance. He yeah. has the backup dancers and the huge puppets. I mean, he just takes you into this crazy world and you right. and you just submit you're ready to to do or to go along for the ride they had those people wearing like white dog masks with white boxing gloves oh like, yeah boxing behind him at that polyvinyl showcase oh like, yeah what is going on yeah it's like a bad episode of you know the twilight zone or something <laughs> yeah but it's good yeah totally i also got to see shamir mm-hmm. play an acoustic set mm-hmm. at buffalo billiards which was great um, I had no idea that he played guitar. I had no idea that he was left-handed. And the fact that he was revealing his left-handedness on this acoustic guitar was so adorable. That's awesome. I've never wanted to play dress-up more with another human being. I'm going to tell you this just so you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is me on the regular so you know. This is me on the regular just so you know. Did he play that song? No, he didn't. He did He did country covers. I was like, oh, nice. come on, Shamir, my heart's breaking. <laughs> I didn't know that you had this lonesome strand. Um, speaking of a lonesome strand, you have your guitar with you today. You carried it in on your back. What's that thing called that you... Um, so I have this harness that I put on my acoustic guitar case. It's called the Back Axe. And back it's, Axe. Yeah, the Back Axe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an adjustable um, backpack harness that you can put on your case so you can wear it as a backpack. And I purchased it in 2013 right before I went traveling in Europe for three months because I thought there's no way I'm going to be carrying this with yeah. one hand Nope. Um, and yeah it it's great because it's adjustable it fits on my baby parlor guitar and I I use it pretty often it, it allows me to bike with my guitar which, nice. which is nice yeah <laughs> um, cool so you know you want to play a couple songs sure I'd love to We'll be back in a second with a live performance from Kendra McKinley on BFF.FM.
Kendra is tuned, imbued, ready to make you swoon. Please give it up for Kendra McKinley. Thank you. Shake it, shake, 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 shake. I'm gonna move this up a touch. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this first tune is an original called Maya May, the Lonesome Ghost of Lydzaplane. It's about an old woman that I met in Amsterdam. Maya a painter out and lights a plane She's holed up in a room atop a bark of the saloon Where all the young and handsome people go Her hair's a maraschino cherry red Stales across the day old bread Each day she's nothing else to do But go out and feed a poison liver With an album full of pictures It's the only thing she has besides her blood That can't leave her now She's sitting waiting for a compliment While all the cigarettes she smokes Collect in clouds and cover up a wrinkled face That's frozen in a frown Brushes the ashes off a table that she's painted full of angels Says, is this all the respect that I get? And so, oh, I propose a toast to the loneliness most lonely ghost They call her Maya, Maya May, the lonesome ghost Starlight's a plane, they call her Maya, 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 Maya May the lonesome ghost that's a plane. They call her Maya, Maya May, the lonesome ghost. Starlight's a plane. They call her Maya, 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 Maya May, the lonesome ghost. Starlight's a plane. Maya May's a painter riding lights a plane. She's holed up in a room atop a bark of the saloon where all the young and handsome people go. Her hair is a maraschino cherry red, stales across the day old bread. Each day she has nothing else to do but go out and feed a poison liver with an album full of pictures. It's the only thing she has besides her blood that can't leave her now. She's sitting waiting for a compliment while all the cigarettes she smokes collect in clouds and cover up her wrinkled face that's frozen in a frown. Brushes the ashes off a table that she's painted full of angels Says, is this all the respect that I get? And so, oh, I propose a toast to the loneliness most lonely ghost They call her Maya, Maya May The lonesome ghost, oh, it's a plane They call her Maya, 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 Maya Maya May the lonesome girl
Thank you. <laughs> wow, that was great. Thank you. That was uh, someone that you met, you said, in... Um, in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, an old woman. Um, some friends of mine there... I lived there for a month in 2015. Oh, cool. Um, and some friends of mine worked at a bar called The Saloon. Uh-huh. And there was this um, old artist woman that lived upstairs. Her name was Maya or something along those lines. It might be something a, a bit more Dutch than Maya. Yeah, the Maya was but... <laughs> what, what she told you guys, right? Yeah, well, it was in that Am- Amsterdam state of mind, so I, you know, wrote it, recorded it as best as I could. But, um, yeah, I, I had a, a long conversation with her mm-hmm. sitting at a little cafe table outside of the bar, and she was just a very sad character, and she just sort of went for it in telling me about how much her life sucked. Wow. Um... You weren't ready to receive her <laughs> lifelong I, woes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I was not, <laughs> I was not ready, but um, I still sat and, you know, we drank wine and I listened to her talk about her art and her family and mm-hmm. immediately after that, I just like wrote three full pages about that experience and then right. um, upon returning to the states and revisiting my my travel journal, I turned her into a song that's great yeah that's that's like one of those you know inspirational moments you just find and yeah totally (laughs) onto it you were only there for a month in amsterdam for a month yeah do you want to stay longer or was a month enough oh man um i would love to live in amsterdam again the people are fantastic there's so much live music um i particularly liked that there's so many small clubs with just killing jazz players and They're really open to new people coming in and collaborating with them. So as as a new person in that city, I would just go out every night to a different jam session or open mic, and I'd make friends and play with them, and then they would let me know about other cool things happening. So it was a great way to get to know the city, great way to be social, but also really educational as a musician. Like, there was this one woman in particular that I met at um, at a Brazilian jazz night and I've never met a more musical person in my life, particularly the way that she played per- percussion just uh-huh. floored me. She could just make any band sound better with a tambourine or, or a cowbell or just whatever Just thing something she simple, found. so simple. Yeah, and it was really profound to watch someone be so musical with, with an instrument that was so seemingly simple. So I like studied privately with her a little bit we bonded over Joni Mitchell who nice. who is in the ICU right now and you know been thinking about her a lot today get well soon Joni oh, yeah um yeah everyone listen to Court and Spark and have a good cry and think about Joni today um do you want to play another song sure love to you have you have you have some more songs right <laughs> I, I have like two more <laughs> <laughs> you know a couple other songs I wrote a song once in there somewhere in there um, okay. Cool. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear another one from uh, Kendra McKinley here on BFF.FM. I'm going to do a new jam. New jam. A new jam. It's going to be on the new record? Maybe. Ooh. I have to I have to run it by the the producers. We'll see we'll see how it Andy um... and AJ if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put this on the record. All right, Kendra, take it away. At the very least it's good to play in radio stations, right? Right. So, I kind of want to call it the narcissism tango, but it's not a tango, but For now, for today, it's going to be called the Narcissism Tango. (laughs) 
sauntering up the street with sapphire eyes and rouge on her cheeks velvet clings to her shapely physique the men watch her walk hoping she will speak but oh they will The only sound that she makes comes from hearts that are breaking behind her. For her only love is the mirror. And watching those sapphire eyes glimmer in There's a window, so she stops for a while to fluff up her hair and practice her smile. Passing suitors salivate at her feet, wondering why won't she turn and smile at me. obsessive brain dizzied by her for her only love is the mirror and watching the sapphire Gin on his breath and lead in his heels. Does he see her as the brakes start to screech? A crash and a burn makes mirrors that bleed. And oh, they can no longer see her. All that remains is an old window pane that's been shattered. Now she's somewhere lost in the mirror, lost in the sapphire eyes that glimmer in return. That was excellent, Kendra. Thank you. Yeah, you have some um, some new fans out in the kitchen, I think. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yay. They're like, who is that? She sounds great. Oh, I'm thanks. Like, That's uh, Kendra McKinley. Thanks, kitchen friends. On <laughs> BFF.FM. You are new tuned in. BFFs at BFF.FM. You know, we, ha- we got some, uh, one of the DJs made a bunch of like little sound clips. Oh, gotta, yes. Here, this is a good one right here. 
San Francisco's finest radio station, BFF.FM. <laughs> they're like, they're all really good. <laughs> like, I played a couple today it. during, like, this one's good too. 40, 40 in, the in the park. park. Check. Check. Internet. Internet. Check. Check. BFF.FM. Fucking check. Wow. <laughs> so, I, lo- I love how, like, the, the first and maybe the most essential of that trio is the 40. Yeah, 40 in the park, check. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you can get Wi-Fi at Dolores, you know, and you can oh you can listen. No, you really can. Just bring your King Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> listen to BFF.FM wow. in the park and yeah. work from home that day, you know. Yeah, 40s. <laughs> haven't uh, had a 40 in a while, have you? I haven't had a 40 in a while. <laughs> no, not not the Mickey's, the Mickey's wide mouth. Uh, no. 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 Not in a while. No, haven't poured one out for the homies. Haven't poured out a 40 for the homies, no. <laughs> My 40 game is lacking. No. Yeah, we used <laughs> to drink that King Cobra all the time. Yeah. In high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 the flavor of high school, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Or the, the high gravity. <laughs> high gravity? Is that another brand of 40? No, it was, uh, oh, what was it called? I don't know. Yeah, Mickey's... Carta Blanca, like cheap yeah. 32s. Oh, God, yeah. I used to drink those. Oh, yeah, there's the PBR 32. There's, yeah. there's plenty of 32s. They're all good. $2 for like 32 ounces of beer. Oh, get your money's worth. You really do. <laughs> you really do. Now I drink like IPAs. Yeah. <laughs> now you drink a local brew. Local, <laughs> local micro brews only. Okay. Artisan beer. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a, a lot of good beer around here. There really is. Yeah. Yeah. Lagunitas did a few shows at South By I went to. Oh, Lagunitas is great. Yeah. Have you been to Lagunitas up in Petaluma? I have, yeah, a couple times, actually. Yeah. I like Lagunitas Brewery a lot. Oh, it's, yeah, they're great have you, people. You played there, right? Yeah, I played yeah, there with, right. with uh, my fellow Bay Area band, uh, Bear Lincoln. Shout out to Bear Lincoln. Bear Lincoln, I love you. Sasquatch me go. Oh, God, I love them. <laughs> they are the sweetest boys. You know, they went to UC Santa Cruz, too. They did, yeah. But regrettably, we didn't know each other or hang out. You know, we were just being music geeks in different tree-named yeah. streets. I think they were playing, like, drunken house parties. Mm-hmm. And you were probably, like, a little bit classier. <laughs> no, I think I was just being introspective and playing on a roof somewhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Singing to the seagulls, no. you know, by the beach. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't ready to play for, at house parties. I was too quiet. Yeah, because they were all the Bear Lincoln guys were all in different bands. You mm-hmm. know, the best friends and yeah. digging for China and yeah. some other bands. Did stuff. you did you hear them when they were those bands? Oh man, I played one show with the best friends. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then I remembered, I remembered recognizing Ben Einstein um, at Balanced Breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, is, the guy look, you know, you, you're like, he looks familiar. <laughs> you know, you can't, yeah, yeah. Can't forget um, old Ben. Oh, man. I think that Ben Einstein might be one of the best dancers okay. ever. Have you seen this man dance? Uh, never. I mean, only on stage, really. Oh. Haven't seen him kind of go at it on the floor, though. He kills it. <laughs> He's got moves. I, I, wanna, I want him to be on Soul Train, like, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's good. He's actually going to be playing with my band at the Do It Ourselves Festival oh, cool. in April. Yeah, I'm really excited. When is that? When is that fest? April 24th through 26th, the last weekend in April. Oh, okay. Up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. If you go to dofest.org, you can get all the deets about tickets. 
Um, we we host the festival at a place called Camp Creme, which is up Camp Creme. Camp Creme, K R E M. Um, it's up in Boulder Creek, and um, for for all of the year except for the last weekend in April, it's actually um, a, a camp for children with special, with special needs. So a lot of the proceeds from this festival go towards their music enrichment program, which we established. That's great. Yeah, yeah it's great. You know, we have two stages. Um, mostly uh, Santa Cruz based bands but all of them are uh, local Bay Area bands is it a camping sort of a camping festival it's a camping festival oh cool yeah you can hear the music from the main stage from the pool which I don't know if you've ever been to a there's festival there's a pool there's a pool oh uh, what it's worth it to go just for the pool <laughs> And you guys have a Lagos Roots Afrobeat Ensemble headlining, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna kill. They played at the chapel last year and they completely destroyed. It was so good. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never seen them before. But yeah, it'll be fun. It'll they be go good. on jams. They go on like 10, 15 minute jams. Oh, they just, as like, they should. Vamp on those like African jazz. Yeah, it's really good. They're they're really talented. Um, that should be fun. Oh, wait, you're playing the festival. I am. Nice. One of the benefits of of helping to book it. Oh, you got Emily Moldy on there. Emily Afton. Emily Afton. We got Foxtails Brigade. Cool. We've got Marty O'Reilly. We've got Royal Jelly. Jive, um, we've got Kelly McFarling, cool. um, Kaka, which is um, a killing uh, jazz funk band from the okay. East Bay, okay. is going to be holding it down um, in the late night dance party. Nice. Um, I'm gonna actually going to sing a, a handful of tunes with them. We're going to be rehearsing oh, for wow. the first time today. Oh, cool. Going to get my Stevie Wonder and Jamiroquai on. Note to self: learn those tunes. <laughs> Figure them out. <laughs> yeah, gotta do my homework. Google it on the way here. Yeah. Um, I don't see any um, dubstep DJs at this festival. What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just couldn't afford them. The the minimum ask was too high, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to play one more song for us, Kendra? Sure. Because I just can't. I have to hear one more. Sure. Let's see. That's a good one. Okay, so um, I'll play, I'll play uh-huh. the tune that we just recorded for the album with the Amaranth String Quartet. Okay. It's a tune called "Poor Boy." Poor, Poor boy. boy. This is Kendra McKinley, folks. Poe Boy Sandwich, I also like to call it. <laughs> Hides inside his denim and his plaid He's waiting for the day That his idols will whisk him away To a place he holds inside a paisley frame Poor boy at an oceanside bazaar Buys a portrait of a man with a guitar And hopes one day to be As idolized as he But every costume that covers 
up his tiny shoulders, keeps him from moving, keeps him from growing older. Find solace in the folks that'll never know his name. Said fear or naivety, that is to blame. Poor boy uses whiskey, beer, and wine to build his friendships and pass the time. They help him to forget all the years of neglect. And every wine-stained word that spills into the evenings, but his longing for romance about his poverty is grieving. Seem to float past the ears he so long has revered. In his dreams he's an artist, a genuine cavalier. Poor boy, I've seen you before, lying there up on the floor, clutching to a cigarette, like chips in a game of Inside his kingdom all alone. Poor boy. (laughs) Can you relate to the poor boy, Kendra? Using Uh, whiskey, (laughs) beer, and wine to... To build friendships friendships and and pass pass the the time. time. Um, Does that mean he has social anxiety? Yeah, and a little bit of alcoholism. You know, those are people who, like, need alcohol to... To function, you know, to go out and yeah. be social. Yeah. I don't Is that a sad song or a happy song? It's an observational song. <laughs> You're giving me like a sly grin oh, right open. now. A very <laughs> I'm giving sly you a radio grin. grin. A very radio <laughs> grin right now. Yeah. Um, it's open to interpretation. Um, okay. I, I definitely wrote that song about someone that I knew in college. Um, my my favorite types of songs to write are about people. I really yeah. like the sort of challenge of trying to encapsulate a personality in into music, and that um, that appreciation definitely comes from the Joni Mitchell influence. I just mm-hmm. love how she could perfectly capture a place, a scene, a sentiment with a handful of chords and just beautiful verbal imagery. Interesting, yeah. So you're you're sort of trying to um, c- codify someone into song, you know, to sort of yeah. take them, take them and put them yeah. on the paper and then out through your guitar. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I mean that's good. It's kind of character-based music. I mean, I mean the Beatles did that a lot too. You know, oh, in their early and, stuff. And that's definitely my favorite boy band. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's your favorite besides Ringo? Obviously. Uh, <laughs> besides Ringo. Uh, Ringo. Um, I mean, I I always try and avoid that question, but I feel like, you know, if I. No, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. Oh, probably, <laughs> probably John. Like, yeah. I I love. I love them all with every fiber of my being. But John has that little something extra that just freaks me out. <laughs> something about the he, he's like kind of a wild card. He's he's just he knows something that we don't. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, he did have a great sense of humor. Oh, yeah. And all of my like again, I I hate like, you know, saying favorite Beatles songs or favorite Beatles, but like if, if I were to make some sort of loose list of favorite tunes, the vast majority of them would be John songs. Do you have any uh, shows coming up? Um, I'm playing uh, an event called Fog Sig... F- excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to do that again. Um, I'm playing uh, an event called Fog City Songwriters at Viracocha on, Viracocha on Friday, April 10th. Yeah, local songwriter Travis Hayes has oh, cool. this series called Fog City Songwriters. And um, we're going to have a handful of local songwriters playing, um, including Debbie Nair, Miles Reed, um, myself, and yeah, a handful of other Folks, there'll be lots of guitars and piano and songs, and we're gonna be sort of um, taking turns playing songs. So, don't know who's starting, don't know who's finishing, don't know who's going in the middle, but you should all come Friday, April 10th, 